He is risen. risen And what does it mean? Everything we heard was a reflection on the resurrection. What did it mean that Jesus rose from the dead? What does it mean for them? Those are questions that people asked then and we still ask today. Not that we don't understand, but we don't have a full understanding of everything. We can always understand more about the resurrection and what it means for us. For them on that first day, Jesus had predicted that he would rise from the dead, but what did that mean? It wasn't until he did it that they began to do it in earnest. Mary comes and reports he is risen, and they don't know what to make of it. So what do they do? They go to see for themselves. They want to verify that it happened. They don't want to take somebody else's word for it, so they go. And they see the evidence, and their only conclusion is that he has risen from the dead, that he has fulfilled his promise. So that, what does that mean? He promised to rise from the dead, and he did. Well, that's wonderful. But he also promised many other things, which prompts them to think, to try to remember what else did he say would happen? What else did he promise? What else did he teach us? Because if this is true, everything is true that he told us. And that they need to reflect on that. If they are to live out the truth of the resurrection. Someone goes to anoint a body and finds nothing. What do they do with the oil? What else can they do but go and tell everybody else what had happened, what they saw, what they are witnesses of, that the tomb is empty, and then even better, what happens? He will appear to them. And if it was enough just to find the empty tomb, then it would have been, but it wasn't. Jesus will rise from the dead. He will continue to be with his disciples for 40 days and help them to understand everything that had happened before. And with that, the ultimate expression of the reflection on his resurrection is called the church because it is a result of the resurrection. It is established when he sends the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in all wisdom and truth so that we might understand the wisdom of the resurrection, the truth of the resurrection, its implications, its expectations. What is expected of me now that he has risen from the dead? What shall I do? How can I keep this to myself? These are the things that the people of the resurrection think about that they make it part of their every day. They cannot go through their, out their day without reflecting on what does my life have to do with the resurrection? How has this changed my life? How has this changed the world? Because our lives can never be the same again. Look at the lives of his followers, his disciples. The fishermen do not stay fishermen. The fishermen become the apostles. They become fishers of men. They go out into all the world and preach the good news. They could have just gone back to earning a living at the things they were doing as tax collectors, as fishermen, whatever else they were doing. But their lives were different. They could never be the same. And they would encounter people who would threaten their very lives about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They would have the choice of either denying that Jesus rose from the dead 
or affirming that Jesus rose from the dead, that they had encountered the risen Christ, and if they denied him, they would be allowed to live. But if they affirmed their faith in Jesus and in the resurrection, they gave their lives. No one would do that if it was just a story, if it was a hoax. No one would give their life for a lie. So they gave their lives for the truth. Witnesses of the resurrection, because the resurrection of Christ means resurrection for us. So that these people no longer live in fear, but they live in hope and joy because the threat of taking their life has been nullified. It has become meaningless to them because they know that heaven awaits them. They know that Jesus, as he promised, has prepared a place for them in heaven. That they will see the Father, that they will experience eternal joy, that the resurrection is for them as well. That Jesus has shown the love of the Father, and someone who has the love of the Father has everything. They are not satisfied with the things of the world because they come and go. You can gain them, you can lose them, you can't take them with you. The only thing you take with you is the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the love of God which dwells in your heart, the thing that cannot be taken away. This is what the resurrection means. And unless we reflect on that every day, then our lives become just something that is temporary, that is just this world, that we only gain what is in this world and we lose it in the end. Whereas if we turn from the things of the world and turn toward God, then everything will be ours. God will provide what we need in this life, but only in light of having the reward of eternal life with him. The thing that no one ever had before, the things that they have now, that hope and promise of the resurrection, eternal life. It is no longer, I am only on this world for a short while, so I should get everything I can out of it, and after it's over, there's nothing. But with this, Jesus has opened the gates of heaven. He has shown us that there is something after this life that is better than this life. As good as this life is, he promises us something much greater. That it all hinges on the resurrection. It is what makes uh, his incarnation all the more meaningful. It makes all his preaching all the more stronger, all the more meaningful to us. But we have to try to understand it every day. We have to try not only to understand the resurrection, but to understand our lives in light of the resurrection. What does my life mean now? Why am I living my life? What is important in my life? And in light of the resurrection, it changes it around 180 degrees to where God is the most important thing in our life that the commandments mean something. Those commandments are wisdom. They are profound. They teach us to love one another and to love God first so that we may see them as how we learn to love in this life so that we may love in the life to come because heaven is a place of perfect love and God wants to perfect that love in us here and now. So our efforts aren't toward gaining wealth, fame, or fortune for ourselves but gaining souls, learning to love, love more profoundly, 
putting others before ourselves, becoming holy, set apart from the world, set apart for God. These are the things that change when we believe in the resurrection, when we reflect on it, and it becomes the most important event in our lives.